Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that International Bible Teacher of Teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Something according to the spirit of Yahweh, take care of his business. Your clock come up. 
the book of Matthew, chapter 10, number 19 reads, Matthew chapter 10, verse number 19, Matthew 10, verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, which shall be given you in the same hour what you shall speak. Look at Luke chapter 21, verse number 15 reads, I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay, nor resist. Look at Luke chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Israel, no doubt about it. So, one thing we do know of, we have to, let's see the says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse 9. Let's see what, let's see what's going on this lesson there, Elder. We're going to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse 9. It's something in there. That uh, before you get before you get to season one down to verse nine, our other elder have came on the broadcast. Let's bring him on first. Then we'll get to Ephesians chapter one, one through nine. So, elder have came to the broadcast. So what we do? We'll bring our elder in. Tell y'all about the broadcast and how to get in contact with us and how to get in where you fit in at. So when you meet elder, Mr. Chill with a loud voice, you say. Elder Mr. Kill, Tribe of Yah God Judah. Yahweh did you see right? And Yahweh bless you, see Israel receive well. Hallelujah. Yahweh. All right. Hallelujah. One thing about it, the fox said, hell being lit, the church of hell went up. So take your time, Elder, and, and do your part while I try to get me a good old hot glass of herbal tea. So take your time and can't be a little long when you on the clock come up. Well, once again, Yaquan Bush is here in Israel. Thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. It's always a great pleasure to be among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And why? That simply means one thing. Many people and more are coming to hear the righteous words of Yaquan. And that's a good thing. Because the way that we have been taught, we're beginning to find out there's flaws, there's errors in what we have been taught in the past and those things that we think that we know and do not know. This leads me to say that we all came to hear things that most of us can hear. Some listening, they never understand. But Yahweh's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. We have many people out there that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. Some looking have never found. These are the misinformed, which can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught make all this and more possible for the righteous. And that key word here is the righteous. Because if you're righteous, you are going to receive the word correctly. Because we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, 
That's another thing. You will find out what Bible precepts are also. We're given the knowledge to know. We have those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching and usually overly loud bump the drums contests for the metric of righteous learning. Even using Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. But we should remember the best is already here. We're just waiting for the rest to come. And that that's what we've been saying. The best is already here. We're waiting for the rest to come. To get the word as it should be taught. On the King James Bible. So you have to remember it's the non righteous job is to keep you astray. Like a man I spoke of that tried to keep the elder down by using lost and confused understanding. But it didn't work. This is why we reminded them. We're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bump the gums for righteous learning, and wrong-taught Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yaqua's ministry that comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yaqua's word which we've often been questioned about that. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, there comes some connecting the books, the words of Yahweh. We even speak of your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more comes from this one book. We do this because you have not, and this information you have came to seek and have now found it and the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of God, were open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, not having a class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, part of Sabbath that most of you know. It starts on Friday. Current time at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine on any one of your smart devices, right on the search line, enter the following. Try Yadda.com. That's T-R-I-B-E-Y-H-D-H dot com. When you do this, after you click enter, just under a big line, you're going to see some choices. One will be tires and offerings. You will see click donate to PayPal. Click that, and then click send. You can also enter a message there to indicate about the message and the amount that you're sending. And when this is done, may Yahweh bless you. Also, in doing this, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Should be taking notes. In the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, or the kindness of the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. 
Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves what you're forgiven. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And as mentioned again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh alive. Also for building a school, which is very well needed, that I can see on a daily basis with the bad teaching that's going around. A banquet hall for the gathering of our members. A radio station where we can be heard worldwide. And land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, we even have a calendar. Calendars there for us to help you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the years. Yes, the Bible has feast days that we are to keep. We also have a live program, which is a feature available during our live broadcast time. To get there, enter these three words on the search line, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth of Life, Striver Gadal. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Now, also, we have a few numbers you can call with the outline mind. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six and nine accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But now, also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you want to hear a discouraging click followed by a downtown. Also, by calling this same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. The reason for this, he's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, answering many memos and and now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear of the Spirit in Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire show today after... 9.15 p.m. Of course, Fridays, our time is a little different. Program time is repeated after 10.30. But one thing we always like to mention during our broadcast, we always hear the information about the one I see, which is your computer, cell phone, television, or smartwatches, and so on. Well, Anything can be used for a non-righteous reason. But when you turn that reason around and you use it for what it's supposed to be, 
then you get all the glory of Yahweh. And that's a good thing. So I guess so we can start to get into the detail of our program. We have to remember the words of Yahweh that's just given to us. So we're going to pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh.
that, you know, you have to prepare your family for what they're going to run into. So in the book of Job there, uh, Elder, I'm kind of stuck right now, Elder Yada. Can you help me about what he talks about in Job chapter 23, we believe it is, where it talks about that we come to build them up. So we come on this broadcast. We don't come on to edify ourselves. No. We come to build them up, Elder. So help me out around by first way. 
of his might. Mm-hmm. Now, now, read, now read verse 5 and, five and 9 again, Nao. Now, now, you know you want something now, Elder. And then, then we're going to read, after I talk about verse 5 and 9, then we're going to read verse 10, because, see, what, what we read here, Elder, is where they go, and they'll deliver you up on this because you take my Monday. Read verse 5 and 9 again, and I'm going to comment on it. Then you drop verse 10 down there, Elder, after I comment on 5 and 9. Come on. The book of Ephesians 6, verse number 5 reads, Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, and singleness of your mind, as unto Yahweh the Son. Verse number 9, And you masters, do the same thing unto them, for bear and threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. These are their respect of persons with him. Mm-hmm. So you see, and what they'll do, they'll do what they did in the slave in the slave days. But now it's called electronic slave today. They, you know, who is writing your check. So now, whoever writing your check, they consider your mouth. So they, so and just like when you was in the field, you knew who was in the field. So whoever's in the field with that 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 rake in that hole, hitting that hitting that uh ground, they was clear about their position. And they say, Sir, honor your master and don't give him no eye service. See that? So you was clear when they read that verse, they said they they'll go get somebody look like you and they'll perk him up. And he'll read that verse to interpret that book. So now you see what we got to do. He said, now you see what we got to do. We got to serve our masters. And we cannot have no eye service and eye look. So this verse they're going to use on you. But see, what we want to do is show you that when that verse was read, that, that verse was read pertaining to verse 10. See, this is where they're going to go and drop that on you, but you're not going to get it because you're not going to understand verse 10. Now read verse 10 again, Elder. Look at Ephesians 6, verse number 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in your power and in the power of his might. You see that? That's the part they're not going to read. See, that's the conversation Paul was talking to the brethren, the brothers well. Let's go to the, now let's go, now let's go. See, this is when we come on the broadcast to build you up. Paul was talking to the brethren. Now we're going to Ephesians chapter 1, 1 down to verse 9, and now let's kind of unlock the mystery of servants obeying your mouth. And don't give them no eye service, otherwise, when I'm talking to you, boy, look down at the ground. Let's break that down and find out exactly what's going on there, you And that's why we're on the broadcast to build you up. And that's the national audience to build them up. Now we're going to break it down. And an A, B, or B, 
Uh, have me Psalms chapter 50, verse 5 through 7. It's when you read down to 148, verse 14. Had that waiting on the A-bill, feed you a lot of audio. Now, early on, God Israel, what it says in Ephesians chapter 1, 1 down to verse 9. Take your time, Ellen, and deliver, and deliver that knockout blow in Ephesians 1, 1 down to verse 9. Come on. The book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse number 1 through 9 reads. Book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse number 1 reads. Paul, an apostle of Yahweh the Son, by the will of Yahweh the Father, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Yahweh the Son. Verse number 2. Grace be to you and peace from Yahweh our Father, from Yahweh. Yahweh the Son. Verse number three. Let the Yahweh and Father of our Yahweh the Son that blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Yahweh the Son. Verse number four. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be righteous and without blame before him in love. Verse number five. Having predestinated us until the adoption of children by Yahweh the Son to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Verse number six, to the praise and honor of his grace, being he, wherein he had made us accepted and to be loved. Verse number seven, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. Verse number eight, wherein he ever abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Verse number nine, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he had purpose in himself. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a back up and, and, and give me that verse again, you say, unto the, unto the stranger. Give me that verse again, unto that stranger. I couldn't find no pen at that time. So he, so he talking to the stranger. That's what he talking to. So we have a bag of it for the national audience sake. Let's read that, that verse about the stranger again. He said it's to the, to the stranger. Call that verse out with a lot of audio. Come on, yo. The book of Ephesians 1, verse number 1 reads, Paul and the apostle of Yahweh the Son, by the will of Yahweh the Father, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful and Yahweh the Son. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I need that verse for the stranger. Hey, look at it real carefully, yo. Uh, we, uh, you need to uh, get, get a little bit of a tea in now when I hey, tell it uh, to help those see out now. Now, I'm looking for the verse for the stranger. What verse is that that the stranger was in there, yo? Look at that verse real carefully and bring that stranger out. What verse is that?
and that he would show the king the interpretation. That's right. So that, again, I need time on that too. I'm going to come back with that because um, there's something in there. I don't know which way his lesson going, but we know one thing that they talked about a stranger a minute ago, and I know I, I know old Steve heard it. So what are you going to do? He's going to get a little time on that. And he's coming back with that verse too. So now that's the So we got 2 Daniel 2.16 on the table. So now, but we did find out that this um, Ephesians 6, 1 and 2, he says, servants, obey your master. And now we find out these masters, servants, obey your master. These mm-hmm. servants also, Paul was right to the saints. Now, he'd be a feeder. Now, now, now I can use Psalms chapter 50, verse 5 down through 7, and go to 148, verse 14. And let's see, can we start breaking this down? Who these strangers is? By Paul says, this ministry that he over there in Ephesus on is to the saints. Let's find a little bit more about the Abel feeding. Psalm 55 out of verse 7. Take your time and go right on down to 148, verse 14. Come on. Psalm chapter 50, verse 5 through 7. Verse 5. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sanctification, uh, sacrifice. Sorry. Verse six, and the heavens shall be shall declare his righteousness, for Yahweh is judge himself. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Verse seven, hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel. And I will testify against you. I am Yahweh, even your Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So we find out this this saint. These saints he's talking about is the children of Israel. Now we're gonna yes. preach up on that one forty eight fourteen. What is that? A little more audio, A B one forty eight fourteen says what? Um chapter one forty eight. Verse 14. He also exalts exalt the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. He said you better praise Yahweh on it. So these saints, you're talking about the children of Israel. So when we yeah. jump down there, but he left a word there, he said, servants, obey your master. And that, there you go, right there, servants, obey your master. So now let's, let's, let's find out. Um, And Luke 22, verse 11, let's find out what it says in Luke 22, verse number 11. Let's see, can we start? Uh, unlocking some of this mystery about how to go in and look at this Ephesians chapter 6, 1, 2, 5 through 10, servants obey your mouth. So he talking to the servants, and Paul is the one writing it to the saints. So Paul is telling the saints, 
which is which now we find out that was at Ephesus was the children of Israel. So Paul was telling the Ephesians, obey your master. That's what he was yeah. saying. That's what he said. Hey. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, I'm over here with y'all, and I'm sending you some children of Israel. You got to obey your master. That's what's going on there. So in Luke chapter 22, verse 11, Elder, what is that? Let me read. Elder, y'all got Israel. What is that? Book of Luke, chapter 22, verse number 11, read. You shall say unto the good man of the house, The master said unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? Take that something. Let me find out when you preach up your Bible. This master is the one that wants to eat this Passover before he suffers. So now back up to uh, Matthew 23 there, El, and look at verse 8 down to verse 10. Let's go tight. Let's go tight it up there, El. We go on to Matthew 23, verse 8 down to verse 10. See, they're going to go there, but they're not going to precept that. And that's where we come in at when you precept that. We know who was holding the hole in their hand and who was holding the whip in their hand. So when it says service, it's read right in the Bible. Obey your master. So you know what they do? They say, yeah, I must be, I know I'm the servant because I got the hole in my hand and the wreck. And he got the, and he got the, the whip. So we clear mm-hmm. that verse is pertaining to us. Obey him and don't give no lip service. But we're going to find out. In the Bible, in the 23rd chapter, about his master and his servant, in 23, verse 8 and 10. Hey, yo, what is this? Matthew 23, verse 8 and 10. The book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse number 8 and verse number 10 reads. Matthew 23, verse number 8. But be not you called rabbi, for one is your master, even your father's son. All you are brethren. Verse number 10. Did it be you called master? For one is your master, even father the son. Ain't that so? So we found out on the way, and Paul went to visit them, scattered Israelites, to tell them, you got to obey your master. Your master is Yahweh the son. So you see what they do? They'll twist that around on you. That's why they come to build you up. See, what? you got to understand something. This Bible is a precept Bible. What a a b o b and In Psalms yeah. 119, verse 1, 4, 99, 100, and 104. A-B-O-B-B. See, the Bible... The game changer of the Bible is a precept Bible. One nineteen verse one. Skip down to verse four. Ninety-nine, one hundred, and one hundred and four. Deliver the knockout votes. More audio there. A B to come out. Um chapter uh one nineteen. Verse one four ninety-nine. 
100 and 104. Verse 1, blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the way or the who walk in the law of Yahweh. Verse 4, you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Verse 99, I have more understanding than all the teachers. For your testimonies are my meditation. Verse 100, I understand more than the ancient because I keep your precepts. Verse 104, through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Um, Hallelujah. The false way, you don't get understanding in the Bible, according to Verse 104, you don't have to precept your Bible. Yes. And if you don't precept your Bible, anybody tell you for you, they're not precepting the Bible, it's a false way. So there's it there. So they're not precepting the Bible, it's a false way. So they jump down and read that sermon, obey your master, and then you look at your condition, you say, well, I got to be a servant because he got the pistol on him and he got the whip. And he got all the laws to make sure I do right. So we clear how this thing goes. But then Paul was sent over there according to um, A.L., not by Israel. According to Romans 1, 6 9, Paul was sent to a certain place there, Elder. Let's see what he says in, in Romans chapter 1, 6 down to verse 9. Let's see what Paul was sent to or do some business in. Romans chapter 1, 6 verse 9. What is it Book of Romans chapter 1, verse number 6 to 9 reads. Romans chapter 1, verse number 6. Among whom are you also all of Yahweh the Son? Verse number 7. To all that be in Rome, beloved of Yahweh, called to be saints, great to you and peace. From our Yahweh, Yahweh the Father, and Yahweh the Son. Verse number 8. First, I thank my Yahweh through Yahweh the Son for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Verse number 9. For Yahweh is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the covenant of his Son. And without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. You see that? So Paul went to Rome, and Paul was looking for the saints. And then when you preach up there in 10, 1, 2, and 3, he looked them eyeball to eyeball, Israel. He looked them eyeball to eyeball in 10, 1, 2, 3. Now Paul is over there in Rome looking for the saints. And when he found them, which is the children of Israel, he looked them eyeball to eyeball in 10, 1, 2, 3. And what did he say to them, Elder? Come on. The book of Romans, chapter 10, verse number 1, 2, verse number 3 reads. Romans 10, verse number 1. Brethren, my mind desire in prayer to Yahweh for Israel is that they might be saved. Verse number 2. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of Yahweh but not according to knowledge. Verse number three, 
for they being ignorant of Yahweh's righteousness, but about to establish their own righteousness, and now submitted themselves unto the righteousness of Yahweh. Sorrow have filled your mind. 
Let's see if we find out where that record at, Elder, by going to EZRA, Ezra, and see can we read, one more time ago, the children of Israel was not in its predicament. So let's see can we run that down in the fourth chapter of Ezra, Elder. See, that's why we come humble. And we come to build up the 12 tribes of Israel. We're not anti-anybody, and we're not connected with anybody. Or when we connect to the four little man, Y-H-W-A. So, in the book from E-Z-R-A, so still struggling big time, no doubt about it. But he gonna find, we're going to find out it is a record turning to the children of the book. And we're going to pick it up around by verse number. We're going to pick it up around by verse number. Hmm. What we want? We want to pick it up around by verse number. Let's pick it around by verse 14. Let's read a little bit from 14. Eh? I'm struggling right now because we try to play it by ear. And that's why we come on this broadcast to build you up. That's all we on this broadcast for. We're not coming to edify ourselves and trying to get us a Matthew 25, 21. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come and get us a James 5, 20. If, um, if you convert a sinner from his evil, wicked ways and bring him back to my covenant, it hides a multitude of your thoughts. That's what we own. So now, in that fourth chapter, of the book of E-Z-R-A, chapter 4, we're going to pick it up at 10, and we'll take it down to verse number 20. 15 down to verse 20. Let's see, is it any record that once upon time ago, the children of Israel, especially Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, let's see, do they have any record? Is, 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 is it any record of being once in all that in a bag of chips? 4, 15, out of verse 20, Elder, come on. The book of Ezra, E-Z-R-A, chapter 4, verse number 15 to 20, read. Book of Ezra, chapter 4, verse number 15. The search may be made in the book of the records of thy fathers. So shalt thou find in the book of the records, and know that this city is a rebellious city, hurtful unto kings and prophets, that they have moved sedition within the same old time, which caused was this city destroyed. Verse 16. We certify the king that if this city be built again, and the walls thereof set up, by this means, thou shalt have no portion on this side the river. Verse 17. Then says the king announced unto Rahom, the Tesler, and to Shemchayat, the five, and to the rest of their companions that dwell in Samaria, and unto the rest beyond the river. Peace. And at such time, verse number 18, the ladder which you sent unto us have been plainly read before me. Verse 19, Now commanded, and search have been made, and it is found that this city of old time 
have made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. Verse number 20. There have been mighty kings also over Yahgad Judah, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river, told tribute and custom was paid unto them. So it is a record. It is a record. But all of my life, I've seen the best of them go through high school, college, med, and everything. And they never read, they never was putting no text they had that once upon a time ago, the children of Judah was being paid by every nation they are 10% to do business. Every nation came once upon a time ago and paid Judah. But we never heard that. All I heard that we were butt naked. And then when the ships came, we came and jumped in the ship for salvation. But according to what we, what we read now in EZRA, Ezra, once upon a time ago, read that verse 20 again, because I don't got to have to verse 20. Read verse 20 again. Book of Ezra chapter 4, verse number 20 reads, There have been mighty kings also over Yagdad Judah, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river, and told tribute and custom was paid unto them. Take that stuff. It wasn't my time ago. Now, I look at the latter day thing. Fear, now, you've got to give me a precept. Listen to that. They want to pre-sale. When you go pre-sale. So now, um, in the 35th chapter of the L, can you help, can you help the WCC out, the big dignitaries on the pre-sale? They were told once upon a time ago, and it was already prophesied. So now that's fulfillment of it. So in the 35th chapter, verse 9 down to verse 12, L, let's talk about it. 35, 9 through 12 of Genesis. Come on. Book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse number 9 through 12 reads. Book of Genesis 35, verse number 9 reads. Yahweh appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padanaram and blessed him. Verse 10. Yahweh said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. And he called his name Israel. Verse number 11. Yahweh said unto him, And Yahweh Almighty be faithful and multiply. A nation and company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of your loins. Verse 12. And the land which I gave unto Abraham and to Isaac, to thee I will give it. And to thy seed after thee will I give the land. See, when you preach up your Bible, that's the game changer. It was a prophecy on it, but guess what? That was called a repeat. Now back up to 17 chapter hill, let's see where that was coming from. See, when you started, when you preach up your Bible, fixing on the council, remember one thing. It's going to be a lot of land, big school, banquet hall, radio station, all that got some Hey, Bill, give me that Romans 4.17. Let's see the same Romans 
you say, listen, I want this person to be found. I want to find this person. You say, okay, good. Okay, give me something to work with. Give me a picture of it. What it look like? What 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 was the last wine the last time you seen it? Give me something to work with. You have to you have to detect the agency. So I need something to work with. You just can't tell me go look for this this man or this woman, and you didn't give me nothing to work with. So we don't give you what to work with when it comes down to the children of the book, the children of Israel. Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. And remember, you can find all 12 tribes on the west coast of the land of Shem, what they call Africa. Now, really, that's the west coast of Shem. So now, we going to give you identification. Bible says the children of Israel look like. And you tell me if the people in the land fit this description. Because can't go to take and go find the children of Israel unless you give them description of what it looked like. We will find what it looked like. And the only thing you can compare him to, according to Leviticus 4, 1 and 2, we're going to find out. The only thing you can compare them to now, we're going to read it. 4, 1 and 2, what it say here? Oh, Leviticus. Oh, Lamentation. The book of Lamentation, chapter 4. Verse number one and verse number two reads, Lamentation four, verse one. How has the goat become dim? Has the most fine gold changed? The stones of the temple are poured out in the top of every street. Verse number two. The precious sons of Yahweh Judah, comparable to fine gold, are they extinct as earthen pitchers, the work of the hands of the potter? Hold that point. So the only thing you can compare the children of Israel to is fine gold. So if you go to Fort Knox, where I heard that's where the gold is at, and if you ain't to get in, get in to Fort Knox where all the gold is, all you got to do is go stand by the gold. They'll never see you to know you. They think a lot is going on, but we, we can't see nobody in there. All we see is our gold. Because guess what? That's the only thing that you compare it to is the gold in Fort Knox. If you stand next to gold in Fort Knox, it'd be a, a, be a tiny twin. They can't recognize. They said, my alarm is going off, but I can't recognize somebody in here, but I don't see nobody. You know why? Because that's what Yahweh compared you to. And he said he's the power. That what he say, precept that. In 18 chapter, 1 down to verse 5, let's find who his party is. He says, the one that made them comparable to, to find gold, the work of a potter's hand, let's precept that to the 18 chapter, 1 down to verse 5, maybe 6, if it sounds good. Let's see exactly who this party is that you, the children of Israel, are the works of his hand, and the only thing they can compare you to is fine gold at Fort four, at, at Knox. If you get in there, they'll never find you in there. All you got to do is stand next to the gold. I don't know if he is my gold. See that? 18 chapter, 1 down to verse 5, what's the hell? Or Jeremiah. Book of Jeremiah chapter 18. 
verse number 1 through 5, read. Book of Jeremiah 18, verse 1. Word which came to Jeremiah the seer from Yahweh saying, verse number 2, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will call thee to hear my words. Verse 3. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on wheels. Verse 4. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, and seemed good to the potter to make it. Verse 5. Then the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Verse number 6. O family of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Save Yahweh. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O nation. Of Israel. Ain't that you see that? When you pick up your Bible, now you know who the party is, and now you know that he says, Oh, children of Israel, you in my hand just as the potter made of a vessel, and he didn't like that vessel. He bust that vessel like a watermelon and made it over. He said, Ezekiel, he said, Jeremiah the Seer, you see that? He said, yeah, I said, he said, you killed the children of Israel. That's how they in my hand. And I ain't forgetting nothing that they're doing, neither. Let's hold that. Hold that. Through. Before you come back to 4 verse 9, A B or I need a precept on that. He said, I'm not going to forget nothing that you're doing. I'm telling you not. I need a precept on that. He says, I'm not going to forget nothing that you're doing. A B or Phoebe, we're going to. Isaiah. And what we want to do is get a precept on that. He said, I'm not going to get y'all. And I need a precept on that to make sure we on point on who he's talking about, ABFD. We go and get a precept on that. He said, listen. He said, you in my head exactly as the part of did not like what he made, and he busted like a watermelon. He said, guess what? You in my hand the same way. So if you don't do right, after making all them promises to me, I'm going to bust you like a watermelon. And that was going on now with us today. Have we ever had a cat shown that once one time ago that we were the people that the world paid us the money? What, 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 who gave us, whoever, whoever showed us that? Give me about what's it, Moody? What Yale? No, ain't nobody showed you that. But Yahweh brought the other Jewish life. So now in the 49th chapter, there are A, B, and B. We're going to the 49th chapter and we're going to read something. And we're going to pick up at verse number 14 down to verse 16. We're going to Isaiah 49. Verse 14 down to verse 16. We'll get a precept, A, B, or B, B. Uh, 49th chapter of Isaiah, 14 down to verse 16. Come on. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 14 and 15. And 16. All three verses. Okay. Isaiah 49, verse 14 through 16. Verse 14. But Yachdai Judah said, Yahweh forsake me, 
and Yahweh have forgotten me. Verse 15, can a woman forget her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Verse 16, behold, I have graven, graven you upon the, the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Not 
slapping in the cold. They face is pale red. So right then and there, if you send a detective agency over there to find the pieces of the Bible, you'd be all, all over there looking around and say, I don't see them. Not, 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 not according to the Bible. Not you. You'll see them according to paganism. But you don't see them according to the Bible. Because the children of Israel, all 12 tribes, was of one base color. And matter of fact, uh, Hey, Have I not brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from Kedra, and the Syrians from Kerr? You see that? He compared the whole 12 tribes of Israel to the Ethiopians. Ethiopians only means the word comes from the Greek word meaning Antioch, black. He compared it to all the black people. That we compared it to. All the rest of the black people. That's all the word Ethiopia means. He compared it to all the black people of the land. That's what you look like until something happens. Uh, let, me, let me get a precept on that. Uh, Elder, Yada, I mean, Elder, Mateo, let me get a precept on that. Then we get back to the subject matter. And Elder, have me, um, I want to kind of. Look at some of the 15 chapter 1 through 9 chapter there. In the 15 chapter 1, down to verse number 11, 1 through 11, and second there. 15, 1 through 11. There we are, God, Israel. I think I'm going to have to up the ante a little bit after. Uh, she has kind of kept the national audience out. Let's read a little bit. Come on. 
Okay. In the book of uh, Hosea, looking at chapter 7, reading verse number 1, 1 says, When I would have healed Israel, then the iniquity of Ephraim was discovered, and the wickedness of Samaria, for they committed falsehood. And the thief cometh in, and troop of robbers soils without. All right, Paul. He said, here. He said, I would heal Israel. He said, but uh, they wickedness, they wickedness got all, they wickedness kicked in. Now, Israel is talking about the kingdom you know, and tribes up on the east. He said, I would heal them. But I can't hear you if you're wicked. That's what he said. Hold that point. A-A-B or Phoenix. So he says, uh, I would have healed you, but your wickedness got, got in the way. Let's go to 12 chapter now. A-B or Phoenix. We're going to Hosea chapter 12. And look at verse 1. Let's see what happens. 12 verse 1. Hosea, chapter 12, verse 1. Ephraim feedeth on the wind and followeth after east the east wind. He daily increased lies and what is that? Desolation? And they do make a covenant with the Assyrians. And oil is carried into Egypt. Okay, wait a minute. You said that Egypt they feed your horse and wind. They feed your wind in Egypt. Egypt they feed your wind. What that yeah. mean by they feed your wind? What that mean? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 and read verse 14. This is your preacher of the Bible tell you. Now he said, Ephraim, the kingdom of the tribe. What they feed on is wind. Now, what that supposed to mean is where your precepts come in at. We go on to Ephesians 4, verse 14, and find out what wind do they feed on with the precepts. Ephesians 4, verse 14. What is that, Andrea, baby? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slave of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. You see that? When they feed on wind, the ten tribes of Israel, they feed on what? Christianity, Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah, and the Roman Catholic Church, Christianity the most. They feed on wind, sun, long day, long name. They all up in all these pagan religions called the Catholic Church and Christianity and, and Baptist going and Baptist born and Baptist going. They ain't out in Israel. They feed on wind. He said, I would have healed them. But since they feed, they, they fed on wind, now let's go back and find out what he did. So now, elders, we know they feed on wind, they feed on bad people. That's why they keep Sunday, and that's why you catch 99% of 
of the ten northern tribes of Israel, taking eight African, uh, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, and Latinos, they all up in the Catholic Church, feeding on wind. So this is what he did to them that we can read in Hosea. This is what he did, you know. So since they feed on wind, what did Yahweh do? In 4, 16, 17. Hosea 4, 16, 17. Tell me, what happens? What do you say about them in Hosea 4, 16, and 17? In the book of Hosea, chapter 4, reading 16 and 17, 16 says, For Israel slideth back as a backslide heifer. Now the Yahweh will feed them as a lamb in a large place. 17. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Hate that something. You Number 18 says, their drink is sour. They have committed whoredom continually. Her rules with shame do laws give ye. 19, the wind have bounded her up in her wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their sacrifices. You see that? You see the wind, all that bad doctrine, I guess I'll bound them up. They really think they own somebody hanging around a Roman Catholic church. He said, and, and that's why Yahweh did this to him over here and to, if you want to find the day, Yahweh put a seven, first number, six, and seven on it. what it says in Hosea 7, verse 6, first number, seven and eight. Listen to this real good. And give me a little more audio here because you own something now. Let's see what it's saying in Hosea chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. Okay, Hosea 7, chapter 7, reading 7 and 8. 7 says, They are all hot as an oven and have devoured their judges. All their kings are fallen. There is none among them that calleth unto me. Ephraim, he has mixed himself among the people. Ephraim is a cake, not turned. Now, let's see going to analyze that. Now, you remember the, you remember the big pop belly stoves back in the south, and you want to make a cake? You, you spray it across that big pop belly stove, and you know the bottom part of it is going to be bomb, but the top part on it is going to be light. That's what you're going to see what happened in the, the ones that have defiled, not understand. They're going to be real light. So they're going to be like a cake on turn. So if you don't turn the cake and you keep the bottom, the bottom is going to be black, 
brown is all kind of brown, but the dark part will be light. So you see what happens? They have mixed themselves in with the other nations. So that's the policy of Christopher Columbus coming in 1492, taking the children of Israel that look just like African-American Negroes at that time, taking them back to Portugal and Spain, and then mixed with them, and then brought them back looking all pale looking. I yell it all. That's where it comes from. Here it is right here. In verse number seven, prophesied in verse eight. The ten northern tribes of Israel, he have mixed himself among the people. The ten northern tribes of Israel is a cake, not sun. So that's what it, that's how you got that light color. You know, I'll tell you what. You go and go on your Google map and look at the children of Ephraim that's over there in the land of the west coast of Africa, which is the land of Shem, and see, they are dark and then all out those. Why? Because they're not mixed in with Christopher Columbus and the sins of Esau. But the war in the Cortez came in the 1500s, and he jumped in, and they put up tools, and they retaught you, and mixed in with you, and that's why you got that light color. That's why you got that Beyonce look. My fact, I should have picked this Beyonce before she got that money. And uh, she was looking like a brown-skinned woman. After she got some dominions in the pocket, now she's light as a cake on her. I wonder what she did. Yeah. So you see, that bad understanding, that bad teaching, it's just a mess of up. That's why we got to come humble. And, and show you what this Bible is saying. So now, the WCC says, here, we have a problem with you. So we got to start muting somebody out the ball. So, so uh, we're working on Elder's microphone. Elder's God, 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 what happened in the eighth chapter? Verse one, two, and three. Hosea eight, one, two, and three. A, B, Ephesians. Eight, one, two, and three. What does it say? Hosea, chapter eight, verse one to three. Set the trumpet to your mouth, and he shall come as an eagle against the house or the temple of Yahweh because they have transgressed my covenant and trespassed against my law. Verse uh, two. two and three. Okay. Israel shall cry unto you unto me, my Yahweh, we know you. Verse three. Israel have cast off the thing that is good. The enemy shall pursue him. Go that part. Go that part. You did it? So the ten northern tribes of Israel have cast off what is good. What had they cast off that was good? Hey, Elder, Mr. Seal. And go to uh, Romans 7, verse 10 down to verse 12 and 16. What have the ten northern tribes of Israel have cast off what is good? What that means when you preach up your Bible in Romans chapter 7? Verse 10 to 12 and 16. 
What had a ten million times cash off that was good? Let's talk about L. Romans seven. Ten dollars verse twelve and sixteen. Come on. In the book of Romans, chapter seven, reading verses ten to twelve and fifteen. Verse number ten says sixteen. Verse number 10 says, And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. 11. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. 12. Wherefore, the law is righteous, and the commandment is righteous and just and good. Verse number 16 says, If then I do that, which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. Mm-hmm. So what if, what if ten on tribe have cast off the law that is in command? Now he's doing Sunday, and he's all the hogs and get the mouth on, and they're doing Lord God, Jesus, and Job. So you don't cast off what was good to you. And good was keeping his law set and commandments. Now, he'd be offended. Let's uh, find out what happened in verse Hosea 8, verse 9. Get a step on that. Down to verse 13. Let's see with the precept on that. Hosea chapter 8. My fact. Read verse 8 just to make it sound good. Take it down to 8, down to verse 13. Hosea 8. 8 down in verse 13. He's talking about the 10 northern tribes of Israel. He's still telling the seer about them. And then we go on to our elder, Yahshua Israel. And then we'll get on some, we'll get on what we're looking for in Zechariah 15, 1 down in verse 11. So let's find out what's going on now. Uh, A, B, or B, D. Hosea 8. Pick up verse 8 down in verse 13. Let's get a precept. Come on. Be a phoenix. Hosea. Verse 8, John, okay. verse 13. Hosea chapter 8, verse 8 to 13. Verse 8. Israel is swallowing up. Now shall they be among the Gentiles as a vessel wherein is no pleasure. Verse 9. For they are gone up to Assyria. A wild ass along by himself. Ephraim have hired lovers. Verse 10. Yea, though they have hired among the nations, now will I gather them. And they shall sorrow a little for the burden of the king of princes. Oh, I won't go the tent. Okay. Verse 11. Because Ephraim have made many altars to sin, altars shall be unto him to sin. Verse 12, I have written to him the great things of my law, but they were counted as a strange thing. Verse 13, they sacrifice flesh for the sacrifices of mine offering, and eat it, but Yahweh accepted them not. 
Now will he remember their iniquity sins and visit their sins. They shall remember, they shall return to Egypt. Egypt means slavery. And he'll go right back into slavery and bondage. That's all that people yeah. mean there, slavery. He did it because yeah. he, he said, I give them my law. But they count my law as a strange thing. They, they pay my mm. law, no, never mind. My yeah. laws, my laws is what um the big dignitary said my laws is, but they pay it, no, never mind. Look at my laws, say. For your first my job. Working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Yeah. chapter 7, verse 1, it says, When I would have healed Israel, then the iniquity of Ephraim was discovered, and the wickedness of Samaria, for they committed falsehood. And the thief cometh in, and the troop of robbers soil without. You to heal from what, according to verse number 8. What would you heal them from if they were done right? Verse 8. Verse number eight says, Ephraim, he has mixed himself among the people. Ephraim is a cake not turned. <laughs> Ephraim looks like Beyonce. Ephraim looks like Beyonce of now. Not, not her when she was raised up with her parents when she got their money. You go back and look at a picture of Beyonce before she was got that money. You said this this is the same this is the same person? Yeah. So why do you look like this now? Yeah. So here's the deal. See we this thing been turned upside down. 
But we believe it like it is right now. Because the WCC now, big dignitaries, they they acting up big time. So now, hey, just find out something that's going on. Y'all, y'all here, Israel. Now let's take a look at some policies. Let's see what it says in chapter Ezra, chapter 15. Verse 1 down to verse number 11. Let's see if we can get warmed up on second Ezra. And these are the books that were taken out. Understand one thing. In 1885, the Protestant church removed 14 books from you. They call it now the hidden book called the Potsdam. It ain't here. You just taking it out. So if you go in your computer and put it in, the original King James 1611 had 80 books in there. But now you got 66. Because this was taking out your book, so you got to order you a pocket, what they call it now, to, to keep up with what we're talking about right now. You say, why my book don't have You owe it to the Protestant church. They removed 14 books from you. And they removed this out, what Elder Yachtop didn't read in the 15th chapter, verse 1 down to verse 11. They're going to remove it out, keep moving it out your book. That's what you say. Hey, Elder Yachtop, Israel. Second Israel 15, 1 down to verse 11, what does it say? Second Israel chapter 15. It's number 1 through 15, 1 down through 11. 1 through 11. You take it down to 11. Book of Second Israel 15. Verse number 1 through 11. Book of Second Israel 15, verse 1. Behold, be thou in the ears of my people the words of prophecy. Which I will put in my thy mouth, save your what? Verse number two. And cause them to be written in paper, for they are faithful and true. Verse three. For not the imagination against thee, and not the incredulity of them trouble thee, that speak against thee. Verse four. For all the unfaithful for that and their unfaithfulness. Verse five. You all say of what? I will bring plagues upon the world. Four, famine, death, and destruction. Verse six, for wickedness has exceedingly polluted the whole earth, and their hurtful works are fulfilled. Verse seven, and for squad. Verse eight, I will hold my tongue no more and touch in their wickedness, which they profanely commit. Either will I suffer them in those things in which they wickedly exercise themselves. Behold, the innocent. And the righteous blood cries unto me, and the souls of the just complain continually. Verse number nine. And therefore say of Yahweh, I will surely avenge them, and receive unto me all the innocent blood from among them. Verse ten. Though my people is led as a flock to the slaughter, I will not suffer them no now to dwell in the land of Verse eleven. And I will bring them with a mighty hand and a stretched out arm. It's my Egypt with clay as before. It will destroy all the land thereof. So it's a prophecy that children of Israel, led by Judah, going to wake up. They're going to wake up. One of these days they're going to wake up and come back to take care of some business. But, um, I mean, they got to know some information. They got to know what's written in Nahum chapter 1, verse 9 and 12, yo. Y'all, So 
Then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts. Made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and, and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Yeah. So what we read here, we find out at once that um that in the days of these kings that Joshua was here for kings. The days of these kings. What kings is he talking about? What kings is he talking about that is set up now? Well, the Babylonians were set up in 608 BC. They last until 539. The Persian Empire was built in 538. They last until 532. The Greek Empire came up in 332. They last until 27 BC. The Roman Empire came up in 64. And they last until 193 AD. America started the one and came from 1776. So we found out have been set up. But he said in the day these kings, he gonna set up stuff. I wonder, I wonder what he gonna set up that the Bible supports that he was gonna set up. He gonna set up something. So in the day of these kings, we read these kings now. So in 1776, America was established in 1776. Now they are been in power from that point to now. But he said he also can set up kings, a kingdom also. I, I wonder what kingdom are he going to set up in the midst of this. Because right now, according to 17 verse 4, hell, got up. According to 17 verse 4, you look at this kingdom today that we are found of, and we look at them as invisible. Matter of fact, we call them the great kings. Let's see, what, let's see what, what, what they call in the Bible in 1 Samuel 17, verse 4. What they call in 17, verse 4, that is. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. Verse number 4, read. 1 Samuel 17, verse 4. They went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of God, whose height was six cubits and a span. Now, they went out a champion. That's how we look at things now. We look at all the powers to be as champions. So let's get down and find out what happened to um, A.D.O.B. Romans chapter 16, verse 4. 15, Who have four. for my... 15, 15, verse 4. Oh, 15, okay. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort 
and uh, of the scriptures might have hope. So everything we read now, the elder read earlier on that chapter 15, verse 1, show my people's prophecy. It ain't done away with, Mr. Preacher. This is what I will learn. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11 says, Now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they were written and written for our abomination upon whom Amunition. the ends of the world. It was written like you couldn't go into the garden or shootout place. It was, it was written for you to load your bullets up. That was written for you. Read it again. Ammunition, come on. Now, all these things that happened unto them, for examples, and they are written ammunition upon the ends of the world are come. So, so see, we've been taught through the Catholic Church and the Christian Church and the Islam and Judaism that the law is done away with. No, no, no. Everything written on the left side of the book is not done away with for you for your evolution. You got to load up on this thing and understand what's going on today. You got to look back at yesterday. Yesterday, it was a champion. So let's find out what happened to this champion yesterday by Yahweh Israel. Figure verse 45, we read a little bit. What happened to this champion yesterday? 45, 1 Samuel 17, 45. And we're going to find out what happened to this great big champion and take it down to verse um, 50, 45 to 50. See, the only way you know what to do today, you got to look back at yesterday. But when you go around these Christian pastors, they say you don't need nothing on the left side of the book. That's done away with. But how do you know what happened to the champions yesterday? We're going to find out right now. 45 and verse 50, y'all got Israel, come on. The book of 1 Samuel 17, verse number 45 through 50 reads. 1 Samuel 17, verse 45. This said David to the Philistines, that cometh to me with sword and with a spear, with a shield, that I come to thee in the name of Yahweh, Yahweh, the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Verse 46. This day will Yahweh deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee. And I will give the corpus of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, unto the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know that there is a Yahweh in Israel. Verse 47. And all this assembly shall know that Yahweh, saving not with sword and spear, but the battle is Yahweh. And he will give you into our hands. Verse number 48. It came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew not to meet David. That David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Verse 49. David put his hand in his bag and took this a stone and slang it to the Philistine in his head. That the stone sunk into his forehead. And he fell upon his face to the earth. Verse 50, so David prevailed over the Philistines with the sling, with the stone, and spoke the Philistines and slew him. But there was no sword 
in the hand of David. Number 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword, threw out of his sheep, and slew him, cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Take that. So you see, that's what happen now.
With thee will I bring in pieces the chariot and his rider. Verse 22. With thee also will I bring in pieces man and woman. With thee will I bring in pieces old and young. With thee will I bring in pieces the young man and the maid. Verse 23. I will also bring in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock. And with thee will I bring in pieces the husbandman, his yoke of oxen. And with thee will I bring in pieces captains and rulers. Yeah. So now you know, you know, you know, the children of Israel, to break the nations down, God would do the business of Levi's business. Judah got to wake up and understand that he needs to leave tribes. He got to understand something. Y'all probably got it already written by the girl mighty with these. You will take the nations down. And guess what? All you got to have work with, A.A. Bill Peter. All you got to have work with is Deuteronomy 33, verse 1 and 7. He said, listen, you're going to be the one to take in this vengeance. And Ella, look at you, tell me, Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 down to verse 10, waiting on me. So he's saying, look, understand one thing, Judah. Well, B, you're going to take down the nation. But guess what, Judah? You can't use what you think it, it's going to make it happen. You got to go in the Bible and see what was written. How are you going to take down the nation? What is that A.D. opinion? We're running 33, verse 1 and 7. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1 and 7. Verse 1. And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of Yahweh, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Verse 7. And this is the blessing of Yahweh Judah. And he said, Hear, O Yahweh, the voice of Yahweh Judah. And bring him unto his people. Let his hand be sufficient for him. And be you and help to him from his enemies. So you say, you don't have to have, you have to have no, give me a 28, uh, give me a precept on that 28, 12. Uh, good run. You ain't got to have no wounds. You ain't got to have no praise in your top. All you got to be able to know how to turn this book and get to the system, and y'all part from intervene. See, that's the game changer, because you don't know where your blessing is at. But A.B.L. Phoenix will tell you where your blessing is really at, and be around 28 verse 12. And A.B.L. Phoenix, what it says in Deuteronomy 28 verse 12, what a blessing that, that we have and don't even know it. Come on. Deuteronomy. Chapter 28, verse, you said 12? Yeah, 12. Okay. okay. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 12. Yahweh shall open unto you his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land and his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And you shall lead unto many nations, and you shall not borrow. You see, you see this? So your blessings just has your wish. See, you think your blessings are no. Your blessings are already attached to your body. 
blessing that came to pass your wrist, tell your blessing is right there. All you got to know how to do is get to these scriptures and read this book. Your blessing, look, look at that thing, let's pass your wrist. Yahweh has blessed you, and that's why every nation comes looking for you to, to do everything for the evil ways they should. Because they know the blessing is in your hand. But they don't never tell you that. And you're not going to never seek it. Hey, uh, give me that, uh, give me that, uh, that book called Thomas Verse 3. Why you looking for Thomas verse three? Hey, Elder kids, go read what you got there. Genesis chapter forty nine, verse one, eight down to verse ten. What it says in the book of Genesis, chapter forty nine, reading verses one. What was that? And verse and skip down to eight, nine, and ten. Skip down to verse eight, nine, and ten. In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, reading verse number one, it says, And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Verse number eight. Eight says, Judah, thou art he whom thy brother shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Nine, Judah is the lion's wealth. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down and he crouched as a lion. And as an old lion, who shall rouse him, who shall rouse him up? Ten. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and unto him shall be the gathering of the people be. Mm-hmm. So, this man is on Judah to wake up. He said, Judah, you will have your hand in the neck of all your enemies. That was you on this. And how you have your hands on the neck of your enemy, by reading this Bible, by waking your people up to let them know you're not African American, Negro in color, Hispanic, Puerto Ricans, and uh, Latino. You're going to read the book. You're going to read the book. That's how your hands going to be in the neck of your enemy. Just by able to turn the pages, precept on precept, line on line, heal a little bit, and jail a little bit. That's how you're going to wake your people up. Now, watch this, watch this, and the young guy is going to drop down. He told Thomas, he said, Thomas, you know, you kind of, you got you kind of, got about the spirit in you. But let me tell you something, Thomas, in verse 3. What did he say, Elder? What did he say in verse 3? The book of Thomas, verse number 3 reads, That's why the son said, those who lead you say to you, See, the kingdom is in the sky. Then the birds of the sky will precede you and say to you, It is in the sea. And the fishes will precede you. Brother, the kingdom is inside of you and it is outside of you. When you come to know yourself, 
then you will become known. You will realize that it is you who are the sons of the living Yahweh the Father. But if you will not know yourself, you dwell in poverty. What that property? Yeah. Until you know yourself, until you know yourself, you right now you think you African American and Negro and Latinos and Puerto Ricans and and uh, Puerto Ricans, Mexican. No, you don't know yourself. But once you come to know yourself, that you are the children of the living YHW. And you're supposed to leave by following Judah. So it takes Judah to get you on your feet. Benjamin Levi and Simeon. Being arrested, tribe, or follow behind. So you got a big job ahead of us. But you got to know yourself. So some things have to happen that we can read. Uh, Elder, but, but we are disadvantaged. Because it, it tells us in the regular book of Ecclesiastes, 1 verse 11, this is some big business that got to be dealt with. So, look what he said we can read in the, in the Queen's Act out of regular book 1 11. This is what's going on right here. Wait, what's going on, Phil? Please ask chapter 1. 1 11. 1 11. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse number 11. Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse number 11 reads, Ecclesiastes 1, verse number 11. There is no remembrance of former things. If shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. What does that mean? What that means is no remembrance of, uh, of former things. That means if a people that don't know what Yahweh do, any appreciate what Yahweh do in chapter verse 12, maybe 12 verse 7 of the book of Ecclesiastes, same book. What what happened in 12 verse 7, Elder, that we can read? 12 verse 7. The Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 7 reads, Book of Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 7. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave it. Your body go back to the ground, but that same spirit returns back to Yahweh. That means if you walk in the past was a wicked, he got that same wicked spirit in his hand. If you once was good, he got that good spirit in your hand. He ain't going to double judge anything. In the, in the same book of the Ecclesiastes 418, because our time people said, well, you know, church such people is not here no more. But not according to the Bible. Where is it in the Ecclesiastes, regular book 418? The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verse number 16 reads, There is no end of all the people, even of all that have been before. They also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Truly, 
There's also vanity, vexation of spirit. He says no end to the people. Same people that were back there then are right back here today. But, guess what? But they don't know who they are. Somebody got to call them out by watching their spirit. The same people of yesterday, we're going to read shortly, if here today the same wicked was back in the yesterday, they here today doing the same wickedness that on an electronic level. The same wickedness that was attacked by the learning complainer in the, in the left side of the book, they here today do. So in the 12th chapter of Daniel, first quote, we got to make a raise the bar for a little bit, Elder Yadda Israel. We got to raise the bar for a little bit, but that's the way it's going. So in 12 verse 4, what is it saying that we can read? 12 verse 4 of Daniel. Book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse number 4 reads. Daniel 12, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, Set up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. And it shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. He said, Daniel, set the book up, Daniel, because it ain't your time. He said, now, they're going to run to and fro looking for this knowledge. They're going to run to and fro, and whatever they, and because Daniel was so correct about this thing. Take it verse 8. Down to verse 10. See, Daniel was kind of complex. But see, Daniel was writing um, a, a, B, a, B. Daniel was writing from um, 2 Samuel 7, 19. He was writing to A, B, a, B. And 2 Samuel chapter 7, Daniel was kind of complex. But he was writing from Second Samuel chapter seven, verse nineteen. Let's talk about it, A, B, or B. Let's see how what was Daniel uh, complex about in Second Samuel seven nineteen. What did it say? Daniel, uh, you said Second Samuel. Yep. Chapter seven, okay, verse second. Second Samuel chapter seven verse nineteen. And this was yet a small and this was yet a small thing in uh, in your sight, O Yaqua. But you have spoken also of your servant of your servant's temple for a great while to come. And this is the matter of a man. Oh Yaqua. Book of Daniel chapter twelve. 
Verse number 8 through 10, read. Daniel 12, verse number 8. And I heard, but I understood not. And said I, oh my Yahweh, what should be the end of these things? Verse number 9. And he said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Verse number 10. And they shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Mm-hmm. What, read that verse 10 again, Neil, but the wise will understand. Read verse 10 again. Book of Daniel 12, verse number 10. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the Chapter 19, reading 7 and 8. 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. 8. And to her was granted that she would be arrayed and fine linen, clean and white, for fine linen is the righteousness of saints. You see that? See that? That white he's talking about is the clean linen of righteousness and righteousness with the precept of the Bible, Elder. And 625 will tell us exactly how you be clean and white according to righteousness. And 625 will do the wrong. See, you got to see in the ministry that will precept the Bible, not give you about a, a tongue in cheek. You got it's time now to raise your level of, of understanding. This Bible is to Israel, for Israel, it's about Israel to their tribe. See you in the Bible is only about one people. The rise and fall of twelve tribes of Israel. And if any nation is gonna uh, grab on this day, you gotta understand your position in this Bible. Matter of fact, we can read your position in the Bible by ACLP in the fourteenth chapter. It's written. Exactly, everybody got a position to play in the Bible. Every nation got a role to play, but you got to know what your role is. But the children of Israel is the lead role. But that don't mean that other nations cannot be saved, but they got to follow the rules of the Bible. Understand your position, and A, B, or C, they're going to tell you your position, 
in Isaiah 14, 1 down to verse 6, had that waiting on me. What you get ready to read, Elder? What you get ready to read, Elder? Look at him. What happened to Elder Still? What's going on, WCC? I don't hear no Elder. Now, what'll happen? Elder Still, we threw the door muking everybody off broadcast because you is enlighten them too much. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Well, A.B. and Phoebe, we see that um, Elder Yaja is nuked out the broadcast. Elder McKills is nuked out the broadcast. <laughs> it's down to you only. We'll see what happens, but we'll see we'll out. We'll find out. Uh, see, we know we was on a roll, but that's the way it is. That's why we keep telling these national artists time to buckle, buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. Time to get our own last school back on our radio station. Because we kind of enlighten the core tribes of Israel. I'm saying you had a position, but you lost it by not keeping the law of the in the commandments. So now, um, we got to make a little uh, detour on the lesson now, ABLP. We'll see. But we found out that that the elder was getting ready to read something before uh, the big dignitaries nuked him out. Both of the elders getting nuked out. Of the it, wasn't, it wasn't Revelations 19, was it? 7 and 8? Well, we read that. We read 7 and 8. Oh. So we read 7 oh, and 8. Okay. Let's come back to Daniel and find out something in Daniel, uh, A.D.L. Phoebe. We're going to Daniel 12, and we're going to look at verse number 13. So we find out right now that he said, many got to be made pure and white. Now, I know, I remember that. The other was reading 625. We got to find out what this pure and white righteous means. Let's go to Deuteronomy okay. 625. Deuteronomy uh, 625. Yeah, 625, what does it say? Deuteronomy's? Yep, chapter 6. Verse 25. Okay. Deuteronomy's chapter 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. And it shall be your our righteousness... If we observe to do all these Torah instructions before Yahweh, our Yahweh, as He have commanded us. So the righteousness, so this will be made, will be made pure. Uh, it says in twelve or ten, and men should be purified and made white. No, white, made white. That's talking about the pureness of righteousness by keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. Once you precept your body. That don't mean no skin, no skin tone. Y'all don't make you use skin tone. No. When you precept your Bible, that's talking about you're going to be, they're going to wake up and start keep, keeping the law, statutes, and the commands. And that's what we on this broadcast for. Although they, on every side, doing all kind of wickedness. But we know that this ministry is a mode, but we will do our part. 
So if you want to ask him, A.B. or Phoebe, he's on the broadcast for the night broadcast because that's the way it is. No accident in Yahweh. Everything orchestrated by Yahweh. Now, he did want to just put down what she knows. She wants to get out for the crown now. So now, so we find out right now there is no remembrance of them. So they're going to come. A lot of people going to come back again, but there will be no memories on them. So how will they be depicted? So how will we know when the wars of old, matter of fact, give me Malachi 4, 4, down to verse 6. But let's just get a precept on it. Let's see what got to happen. Malachi, you said, chapter mm-hmm. 4, verse 4, 5, and 6. Let's see what got, let's sit up, Amen. We're going to take our time. We're going to sit this up. So what's got to happen, we're going to Malachi chapter 4, verse 4, 5, and 6. What does it say? Malachi chapter 4, verse 4 through 6. Mm-hmm. Verse 4. Remember you the law of Moses, my servant, which I command unto him in horror for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Verse 5. Behold, I will send you. At, what was that? Mm. It, El- I'm going to send you the seer before the coming of the great dreadful day of Yahweh. Verse 6. And he shall turn the minds of the fathers to the children, and the minds of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So he say, I'm going to send you Elijah. So if somebody will come in the spirit of Elijah, and how they're going to be operating, they're going to be in the spirit of Elijah. And they're going to turn the mind of the father, tell the father, get your family in order. It's time to yeah. start doing the right thing according to this book. He said, it's going to be Elijah, the seal. Somebody going to be in the spirit of Elijah the seal. And hmm. and what they'll start doing is turning people back to family time again. It's time now to get your family in order. That's the conversation yeah. they're going to be having come out now. But in the regular book, Ecclesiastes, you're not going to be able to recognize it in 1 verse 11. Look, read verse 1, 10, and 11 of out of the regular book of Ecclesiastes there of A, B, or Phoebe. Now, fact, see verse 9 through 11. Regular book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 9 down to verse 11. Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Verse 9. The thing that have been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Verse 10, is there anything wherein, whereof it may have, may be said? See, this is new. It have been already of old time, which was before us. Verse 11, there is no remembrance of the former things, and neither shall there be any remembrance of the things that are come to come with those that shall come after. 
Now, you see that? Now, see that? Now, see that big topic there, Bill? He said, now, the thing that's of old mm-hmm. is here now, but they will have no remembrance. This thing will have no remembrance of its former time. See, if you let a preacher or a Christian just talk that talk, he's going to be all over the place. But what thing he's talking about? What thing are you talking about when you preach up your Bible in the sixth chapter, verse number 10 and 11? It tells you about the thing that going to have no memories of a former time. We go on to Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Let's find who this thing is that they're talking about. This thing. What thing? Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Let's talk about it, Abel. Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. Verse 10, that which have been is named already, and it is known that it is a man. Neither may he contend with him that is mightier than he. Verse 11, seeing there, is, seeing there may be many things that increase vanity, what is man the better? So who is what you're saying here? Man. The thing is man. Yeah. The same man yeah. was wicked in, in the days of old. He got yeah. that spirit in his. He clapped that same wicked man of old today. The same <laughs> yeah. man that was good, he got that spirit in his hand in 12-7. He on plant was good, but they going to have no remembrance of him once did. See, mm. you really... Oh, 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 perceive mm-hmm. that's called the teaching of the true Bible. Everybody that was one that went back to the body, that's the shell. But that spirit was replanted back into these people today. So that same wicked back then yesterday, he's here today. That same mm-hmm. good one was here yesterday. He here today too. But they have no remembrance on you. But somebody do remember them. Somebody know what yeah. to look for. Now we can yeah. find out in the Bible, first Samuel chapter seven, verse fifteen. Let's find out. Let's find out something that we need to know in first Samuel seven fifteen. What is it, A Bill? First Samuel seven, verse fifteen. Okay. First Samuel, chapter 7, verse 15. First Samuel, chapter 7, verse 15. And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Mm-hmm. So Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. So now we got to find out who Samuel is. So Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Now we're going to find out, well, who was Samuel? What do you mean he judged Israel all the days of his life? Who was Samuel? We're going to the ninth chapter of A.B. of Phoebe, and we're going to find out who was Samuel, and we're going to look at Peter says in verse 15. First Samuel chapter nine, verse fifteen. Now Samuel judged Israel 
know about Samuel and 9.15. What does it say in 9.15 of 1 Samuel? 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 15. Now, Yahweh had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Uh-huh. Okay. And, and what and what he tells Samuel to be looking for in verse 16? Verse 16. Tomorrow, about this time, I will send you a man out of the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people because their cry is come unto me. Uh-huh. So who, who is the people according to verse 16, A.B. Peter? According to verse 16, who is Yahweh's people? According to verse 16. Samuel. No, according to fourth line oh, in verse, verse 16. Yeah, oh, fourth okay. Line. Who is Benjamin. Captain over. Captain over. Captain oh, captain over. over the people of Israel. No, captain over my people Israel. My people Israel. So Yahweh's okay. people, we not ask anybody. Yahweh's people is Israel. I will make him captain over my people Israel. So you know, we okay. get accused, you know, you talk about Israel too much. Well, really, the Bible is the Bible talking about. The Bible talks about Israel. So when you're reading the Bible, this is about Israel. The rise and fall and the return of Israel in the mind. So now, right, put a marker there for a minute, A.B. I, I got to clean up something real quick. And Exodus 4, 21 and 22. I got to clean something up. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 21 and 22, I got to clean something up. Let's see the same. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 21 and 22. Exodus chapter 4, verse 20, 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, raise, Exodus yeah, raise, chapter, raise, 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 raise that voice a little bit more there. Master, they want, want to hear a little bit more out of A.B. Come on. Raise up a little bit more. Exodus chapter 4, verse 20. And 21. Verse 20. Now, 21 and 22. Oh, 21. Okay. 21 and 22. Verse 21. And Yahweh said unto Moses, When you goeth to return unto Egypt, see that you do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his mind that he shall not let the people go. Verse 22, And you shall say unto Pharaoh, Thus said Yahweh, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Hmm. So you see that? You see, you tell Pharaoh, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. So Israel is the first nation. He did with many individuals. But the first nation as a people he did was Israel. And what happened and what happened in two twenty four and twenty five? 
Exodus chapter 2, 25. It ain't be offended. What happened in Exodus chapter 2, verse 24 and 25? Exodus chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. Verse 24. And Yahweh heard their groaning, and Yahweh remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Verse 25. And Yahweh looked upon the children of Israel, and Yahweh had respect unto them. So you see, see, Yahweh wants you to cry to him. If you don't respect yes. the children of Israel to cry to him. You got to stop crying to, to the Roman Catholic Church and Christianity, man. He wants you to cry to him. You, you want Yahweh to respect for you? You got to start crying to him. You, you know, we, we down like midgets in these uh, Christianity churches and Roman Catholic churches, down like midgets. Yes. You got to cry to him. If you don't respect children of Israel, the people of the book, you got to cry to him. If you mm-hmm. do so, he will have respect for it. But let's get back to these people. Their spirit got to be resurrected back into the body, 13. Now that's Daniel 12, 13. Look at your Daniel. See, this, this right here, I mean, this is the way the lesson gone. But we got to understand these things. And Daniel chapter 12, A, B, or B, look what it says to Daniel in verse 13. He didn't understand what was going on. He didn't know the same was for a great while to come. But he always have a fear in the midst of us. And we're coming back and find out a little bit more. Let me tell Daniel 12, 13. Daniel chapter 12, verse 13. But go you your way until the end be, for you shall rest and stand in your lot the end of the days. You go, Daniel, go your way, Daniel. You're going to take your rest, but you, you will be back in the end of the days. Guess mm. what? This is in time. Daniel is back now. Somebody is in the spirit of Daniel right now. But, but they don't remember that they was once was Daniel. But now the game changed got the change. Let's come back to 1 Samuel chapter 9 now. Now we come back to 1 Samuel chapter 9, and now we find out that Yahweh got in Samuel's ear a day ahead of time and told him who's going to be captain over his people in Israel. Now we come back to the ninth chapter, A.B. of Stephen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick up the verse number 17 down to verse 19. We're going to learn something on the way of learning something. 17 down to verse 19. Daniel, I mean, First Samuel chapter 9, verse 17 through 19. Verse 17. And when Samuel saw Saul, and Yahweh said unto him, Behold, the man whom I spake to you of, this same shall reign over my people. Verse 18. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray you, where the seer's house is? Verse 19. And Samuel answered Saul and said, 
I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in my mind. All that is in that mind and your mind. All that's in your mind, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Um, so who is trying to say he was? Uh, according to verse 19, he asked the question about where is the seal's house is. And what does Shania he say said, in verse I, 19? I am the seal. Yeah. Mind 
after we get to read what we get ready to read. What's that, uh, Mother A.B. Phoebe, what's that? Revelations chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4, nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because you have left your first love. Verse 5, remember therefore from whence you are fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto you quickly and will remove your candlestick out of his place. Except you repent. Mm-hmm. You say you don't repent. You don't left your first love. That's what you say. Now let's speak up that first love you don't left. Let's go to St. John chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. He said, remember where you have fallen from, 12 tribes of Israel. And you got to repent and do the first work. Come back to the, the first love that he gave you. What did he give you that we can read in St. John chapter 14, 15 down to verse 21? Let's see what he gave you that we can read. First, St. John, make it St. John chapter yes. 14, verse 15 down to verse 21. He said you got to come back to your first love. Let's find out what is your first love. And then once you find out this is your first love, you got to repent. John chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. Verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments, Torah instructions. Verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, and neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. Verse 19, let a a little while and the world seeth me no more, but you seeth me, because I live, and you shall live also. Verse 20, at that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Verse 21, he that have have my commandments and keepeth them, he it is, that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Hallelujah. He said, he said we don't read verse 22 out of verse 24, but he said this. He said, guess what my love is? You keep my law, statutes, and commandments. If your first love was giving you the children of Israel to keep my law, statutes, and commandments. See, that's what you're supposed to be doing. See, and guess what? You're not keeping the law of sex and commandments. And what is that? For your first job, uh, working as an intern with Will Smith, you say to them, look, I have to have the Sabbath off. Yes. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. You know your first love. Your first love was keeping his Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's his worship day. That day was ordained in heaven and was given to the children of Israel to keep. The Sabbath day. Look what we keep. Church, first day of the week, 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock. And how do you expect to get the blessing of him and you do it wrong? Now, you know if you drive a car, and you see a sign saying long way, you automatically stop and bag up, don't you? Don't you know when you go on to worship him on Sunday, 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock, it's the wrong day? That's not the blessed day? You're supposed to immediately stop what you're doing and do the first work. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That is the blessing of the Bible. He's not going to bless you. The world going to bless you. But not him, because you're not keeping it right day. I know your pockets will be skinning and grinning. You might get down your ten dollars. But it ain't the blessings of him, but you're not keeping it Friday night, Saturday night. We got six locations. Go again where you've been in. So now now back to Sammy again now. Because one for a time ago, hey Bill people, they understood this thing. Let's come back to first Daniel chapter nine, verse six. And we'll say it down to verse number 14. We're going to learn something on the way to learn something. We're going to show you how they they eat this word in called prophet on you. First, we're going to find out the word prophet means. We're going to tie it all in right now. It's Bill Peter going to knock out. And also, you're going to find out that the people that back in the day, they didn't eat all that they, what they eat now, all this wind or bad doctrine. They understood what the word from, but now you ain't got a clue. Let's see what's going on back in days of old when you need to have some information told to you. First Samuel, chapter 9, verse 6 down to verse 14, A.B.L.P. Take a time and, and you're doing excellent on your part. Take a time and deliver a knockout blow. First Samuel 9, 6 down to verse 14, come on. First Samuel, chapter 9, verse 6 to 14, verse 6. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man, and he is an honorable man. All that he said cometh all that he said cometh tru- truly to pass. Now let us go thence. Preadventure he can show us our way that we should go. Verse seven. Then said Saul to his servant. But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent on our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of Yahweh. What have we? Verse 8. And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel. Of silver that I will give to the man of Yahweh 
to tell us our way. Verse 9. For uh, before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of Yahweh, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called prophet, a prophet was before time called a seer. Verse, uh, verse 10, then said Saul to his servant, well said, come, let us go. And they went unto the city where the man of Yaquah was. Verse 11, and as they went up to the hill of the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, is the seer here? Verse 12, and they answered them and said, he is. Behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. Verse 13. And, well, verse 13. As soon as you be come into the city, you shall straightway find him before he go up to the high, to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he, because he doeth bless the sacrifice. And there, and afterwards, they eat that be, be hidden, be, be bitten, be bitten. Now, therefore, get you up, for about this time you shall find him. Verse 14, and they went up into the city, and when they were come into the city, behold, Samuel came out against them for he for to go up to the high place. Mm-hmm. What's what they mean? They say the people are not eating to the field. What's that supposed to mean? Let's preach up the Bible. What does that mean, Abel Peter? That's fine to me. He said back in the day, the people didn't eat. They didn't eat every wind of doctrine. Now you, you, you over there in the Roman Catholic Church, you Christianity, Islam, Judaism. You eat anything that got a, a a door open up. What 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 are you talking about? They was not eating to the field get there. We're talking about Jeremiah 15, verse 16. What what is that that they would not eat until the field get there? Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. What is that? They ain't been feeding. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Verse 16, thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my mind. For I am called by your name, O Yaquah, Yaquah of hosts. Verse 16, I mean, no, that was it. it. Right. So we find out one thing. See, the people back in the days on the right, left side, look, they eat. If the seer did not tell you what was going on through the elders, they didn't eat that. They didn't eat what? Ephesians 4.14. What they didn't eat of A.B. or Phoenix? Ephesians 4.14. See, right now you eat everything. You eat Christianity, Islam, Judaism, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving. You're eating hogs. And you wonder why you got all these pains in the body. Do you know the only way you get rid of the pains in your body is got to lead up 
gotta leave the keys meat alone. You gotta leave the drawers alone. Catfish, shrimp, lump. Huh? And you gotta detox. You gotta do a 90 day fast on the king's meat. 90 days. If you do less, then you do 90 days, you get rid of the toxins out your body. Eating green food, put the king's meat down. Huh? See? That's all you gotta do. Put the king's, but you gotta be up while they you. You gotta put that hog down. Put the king's meat down 90 days, and then look back at your body. Put a mark on it and look back at your body 90 days later. King's meat down. You leave this hog alone. Catfish, shrimp, lobster, Chinese food. Leave it alone. Leave it chicken and it's collar for 90 days. And watch, watch how you and your body react after you do 90 days of no king's meat. Mm-hmm. What you read, Ephesians? Ephesians chapter four, verse fourteen. Uh-huh. That we henceforth that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness. Whereby they lie and wait to deceive. You see that? And they lay in the way to deceive you. They say you can pray over all you can eat. And that's why we got more sugar, diabetes, high blood pressure, yep. count fails, yep. everything. Because we were sitting there eating the king's meat. Hmm. Put the king's meat down for 90 days. That's all you got to do. Remove the yep. king's meat. Keep it off for 90 days and watch the difference in the inside of your body and yourself. Put the king's meat down. That it did in Daniel chapter 1, verse 16. We're not reading it. You read it on your own time. Put the king's meat down, and then you will skin it and grin it. Go ahead and get about three more in. We'll shut it down at ABL Fever. You're doing a, doing a great job. You want to ask him that Yahweh told you to get on that broadcast. Because he knew all the time he was going to knock the fire out of the middle. I mean, I mean, spread out just knock both of the hills down. You see what I mean? That's how they move. You see? Well, like I say, what they say, see, who radio station is this? Well, you're right, okay? Mm. Nothing we can mm. say. But our, um, wow. see, I'm still strong. Hallelujah, bro. Now, Hallelujah, let's wow. go back to. Ezekiel 33, and that's what we keep telling those around the world. Get in where you fit in at. You think you can you can handle some of this ball camp? Learn how to put the right name when you see the word Lord God, Jesus, Allah, and Buddha. The real name for there is Yahweh. The four letters, Y-H-W-A. That's the only name for salvation. And 116, 13, we're not reading that in Psalms. The angel came and told David, for salvation, you must call on the one name, the four-letter name, Y-H-W-A. Then Chief Speaker next to Israel, he came right back and asked for a 12. He said, one name going to get you salvation. It ain't, no, it ain't no salvation in any other. So any name you use in this society, Y-H-W-A, it's not going to get you no salvation. 
in Isaiah 42, verse 8, it tells you, I'm not giving my glory to no other name but the four letters. So you sit there and watch your ministers come before you and use all them pagan names. They're going to put themselves in the bottom of the lake of fire and you will be with them. You're not getting no salvation when you use the one name. Four letters. Y-H-W-H. That's it. No problem. Now, A, B, or C. In Ezekiel 33, Verse 39, verse 33. Now, see, I don't know where they're going to be at, uh, what they're going to be doing. But listen to what it says in Ezekiel, verse 33, verse 39, verse 33. What it says, A.B. Ephesians? Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse 30 to 33. Also, you son of man, the children of your people shall be, shall, shall, Sorry, <laughs> the children of of your people still are talking against you by the walls and in the doors of the house. Speak one to another, every one his brother, saying, "Come, I pray you, and hear what is the word that come forth from the Yahweh." Verse thirty-one, and they come unto you as the people cometh. And they sit before you as my people, and they hear your words, but they will not do them. For with your mouth, with their 